Just a quick word of warning before we get going that the following podcast will almost certainly contain spoilers and may also contain strong language and conversations of an adult nature. Welcome to Minisode 27 of Strong Language and Violent Scenes, the podcast giving a second chance to films that might not deserve them. I'm Mitch Bain, I'm a horror writer and an occasional doer of musical things. And I'm Andy Stewart. How you doing man, you alright? I'm okay, I'm feeling a little bit better, I'm you, on the mend. Yeah, you're looking a little bit kind of brighter today. <laughs> yeah, the last time uh, we recorded, I recorded in my pyjamas. Yeah, you did, you did. <laughs> you because were, uh, I felt so terrible. You were a sight to behold that day. Um, <laughs> no, um, Apologies. <laughs> that's quite right. But uh, you've been watching anything while you've been recovering? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I can tell you that I uh, finished Sabrina. Okay. Quite enjoyed it. It was okay. Yeah. Finished The Haunt in the Hill House. Okay. Loved it. I am three episodes in at the moment yeah. with that. An it's, emotional uh, roller coaster. Um, I'm really into it so far. I really like it. Loved it. Thought it was great. Yeah. Um, Meg Flanagan keeping on, keeping on with yeah. the great stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I would urge everyone to get it watched as soon as possible. It's on Netflix. And it is brilliant couple of other things. Uh, I checked out Andy Mitten's Witch in the Window. Oh, yeah, okay. People were talking about this quite a bit at Fright Fest. It's on Shudder, isn't it? It is on Shudder now. It's, uh. a, again, as a Shudder exclusive. Okay. Uh, yeah, and Andy Mitten in the past has done some interesting stuff. He did We Go On. Have you seen that? Oh, that's a cracking film. Yeah. I really like that film. I saw that at Celluloid two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. great. And uh, Yellow Brick Road, which I've talked that. about on the show before. Okay. I think it was in the Blair Witch 2 episode I talked about Yellow Brick Road. Okay. Uh, and I really liked it. I found it disorienting and eerie and quite an uncomfortable watch. Okay. But yeah, uh, Witch in the Window, uh, more kind of ghostly goings-on on, on Shudder. I was a little bit cold on it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think I've been spoiled lately by Shudder. Some of the output they've been putting out has been superb. Yeah. Um, and I think kind of stacking up next to films like Satan Slaves and Terrified, Yeah. this just didn't quite cut it. I think okay. if you're looking for chills and thrills, then I would suggest definitely uh, Terrified or Satan Slaves over The Witch in the Window. Uh, but I would give it a watch, not to say that it's a bad film. It just didn't do yeah. anything for me. It just, I was just kind of left like, meh. Okay, I'm, I've got every intention of cycling back around to it at some point, because like I say, it was a bit of a talking point over the summer. Yeah, so, it was. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. a lot of people were desperate to get their, to, to check it out at mm-hmm. first. Uh, anything else just now? Yeah, I got my hands on Arrow Video's new limited edition Candyman Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've got stuff on there by uh, our pal Heather Buckley. Oh, excellent. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, which is cool. Uh, it's great. Candyman's amazing. It looks great here. It sounds great. There's two different versions of the film on here. One of them is the UK theatrical, which is gorier. Oh, right, okay. Uh, there's not really much I can say about Candyman, but it's, again, another amazing package from Arrow Video. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a poster in there. There's a booklet full of Bernard Rosie's uh, storyboards. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff, and it's just a great, great package. Cool. Arrow killing it as usual. Yeah, they generally do. Yeah. I have a few okay. this week, or a couple of things, certainly, that I want to touch on. First off, TV, the live episode of Inside Number 9. Oh, I haven't watched it. One of the best pieces of television I've seen in quite a while. Definitely one of the scariest things I've seen in quite a while. Okay. I would say, like, they ghost watch this, uh, is all that, I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't want to say too much about it. It's, avail- it's on BBC iPlayer at the moment, and uh, just make time to catch up with it. I don't. I think that 
it might lose a little of its effectiveness from not being watched live. Right. Um, for reasons that will become obvious when you do get around to it. But it's really, really good. And it's just exactly what you'd expect from those two. It's really, really smart and um, very, very sinister. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, as soon as we finish this recording, I think I'm going to watch that. Oh, cool. Yeah. But yeah, also, I did touch on this. My Halloween was spent this year watching... I watched Scream first. Oh, right, of course. Uh, yeah. Because why not? Yeah, and how, how was that? Oh, yeah. Even I've seen Scream a million times. In fact, that might be a Shockwaves 100 film. I haven't checked. Could very well be. Yeah. I don't uh, see any reason why it wouldn't be. Yeah, Um. but yeah, I watched that I because I kind of I wanted to go with something that was a little bit brighter, a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. because the second half of my evening was spent at a preview of Suspiria. Yeah. Now, you've been very tight-lipped about this, and I haven't asked. I was waiting for you to speak to me about it and bring it up, but you haven't done that. Yeah. Which I found quite suspicious. <laughs> uh, so I guess now I'm just going to ask you, how was it? I think that it is great. Oh, right, okay. I'm, I can't wait to watch it again. I was really taken with it. I thought it was great. I really like the whole the whole kind of feel of it. It's very much it's not a reaction to the tone of the first one, but it's very very different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also an hour longer, right? Uh, but I think that like it's fairly obvious that you're gonna get a very different beast of a film pretty much out of the gate because uh-huh. the title card, without actually saying Suspiria, says uh, Amazon Studios presents six acts in an epilogue set in a divided Berlin. Okay, and uh, there is a kind of a there's kind of a political element to it. Right. That rides reasonably high in the saddle. Okay. Not in a like, I don't want to say too much about it. Obviously, this is out in a couple of weeks in the UK, but I really do think it's great. I think that um, Tom York's score is amazing. Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. I know it's available on Spotify now, so I checked it out the other day. Yeah, yeah. I'm. My assumption would be that something from A Star Is Born is going to win the Oscar for Best Original Song this year. Uh-huh. I think Suspirium should. Okay. I think Suspirium's fucking incredible, and uh, that plays in its entirety over the opening titles. Right. And it's amazing. And, uh, yeah, the whole thing's great. I would say that your stars of the show here are Tilda Swinton and uh, Mia Goth. Right. Mm-hmm. I would say they're... I think everyone's kind of bringing it, but they're top form. Chloe Moretz really good as well. Yeah, and Jessica Harper's back in it as well. Isn't she is, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in, a kind of, uh, in a kind of cameo. I think it's really good. I'm really looking forward to hearing what other people think about it. I spoke to a couple of people afterwards, a couple of people I knew in the screen, and uh, they kind of felt like it felt its length. Right. I think that they kind of thought there was kind of a sag to it. I didn't, to be honest. I don't think that it moves particularly briskly, but the tone and the pacing of it was something that I just settled into really quickly. Okay. But yeah, I uh, I think this is superb. I really, really enjoyed it. I like it a lot more than I like Halloween 2018. <laughs> uh, but I'm very, very interested to hear what you think and what our listeners think. Well, um, I'm, when it comes I'm, I'm really keen to see it. I'm a big fan of Suspiria. It's massively, but it's about as different as you can get. And I, I think say. if it hadn't been my birthday, I would have come with you. Ah, uh-huh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in, in terms of, you know, there was a whole big hoo-ha about this one scene being causing people to freak out and panic and be uh, truly disgusting. Is it? No, but yeah. it's it's pretty revolting. Right. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, it's not a pass out in the theater job or anything like that. Right. Um, or a vomit bag thing. But it's very uncomfortable viewing <laughs> at the same right, time. Okay. Uh, yeah, I um, like I say, I'm really looking forward to seeing this again. I would have gone straight back in and watched it again had that been an option. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Suspiria 2018, I love it. Um, just for the record, Scream is 
on the Shockwaves 100. Sweet. Well, in that case, we're, that's a pretty good bridge into... And I was going to say that I've only done one this week, but I've actually done two. There you go. You've seen Scream. I've done Scream and also jumped onto Shudder today. Okay. For Death Dream. All right. Okay. 1974. Right. So, again, I'm assuming that most people will have seen it that's listening. I obviously had not. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the story of a family, and uh, they get kind of communication that their son has been killed in the war. Right. Uh-huh. Um, he comes back and is very different, behaves very different, yeah, very erratically, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of just unfolds and spirals from there. I thought this was great. Cool. Yeah, I really liked it. I It was one of those things I just I settled into the feel of it really quickly as well. Uh-huh. I like the fact that it is kind of maybe about 80% shot in one house. Right. Um, kind of felt really claustrophobic, genuinely really pretty unsettling. As I'm getting older, I'm finding horror about kind of fraught families increasingly more disturbing or <laughs> right, more okay. kind of like uh, not upsetting but kind of disquieting. Right. And uh, this is a really good example of that. Sentinel performances from the parents, both great. I really liked Death Dream or Dead of Night. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I thought it was great. I, I think most people will know it as Dead of Night. Okay, uh, I think for clarity, Dead of Night. Yeah, yeah, but no, uh, I really liked it. I thought it was great. I need to watch more of his films. Uh, it's Bob Clark. Yeah, uh, because he also did Black Christmas. Yes, which I've also seen and also liked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my, that, that's one of the things. When this is done, that might be one of the rabble, rabbit holes that I kind of burrow, burrow into a little bit. Into the the works of Bob Clark. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Don't look at me that way. I'm not looking at you in any way. That's a good idea. That's great. Yeah. But you you keep adding on these things that you're going to do while at the same time trying to work your way through 100 films. Yeah. Um, I need to do a check on where I'm at because I must be somewhere in the region of 30 now. No, you're not. You're, I think you're probably only about 24, 25. Right. I'm going to double check this and come back next week with a number. Okay. But I'm just yeah. looking at the list as we speak here. I'm scrolling through. Yeah. And uh, there's some amazing stuff on here that you've still got to get to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We should maybe um uh, we should we should try and get through a couple um uh, together because I know that you have a massive stash of them pretty much. Yeah, I've got most of them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely get cracking with them. But yeah, that concludes the Shockwaves 100 viewing for this week. Thought I'd only done one, actually done two. Yay! All right. Okay. So. What have they been singing? They have once again been singing plenty. It's time for feedback, and it's um pretty beefy this week. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people uh, with a lot of opinions on Jason X. Yeah, um, that was the main thrust of uh, what we've been doing. So before that, before we get into that, yeah. touching a couple other things quickly, I had Barry Dalgarno at Dalgarno Barry on Twitter getting in touch. Uh, he's working his way through back episodes by the looks of it. Cool. Fired us a tweet thanks saying, um, "Yeah, thanks." Firing us a message saying, "Extra, what the fuck kind of weird film was that?" Turns out, strong, violent PC have just the podcast to help me try to figure that flick out. Uh, I responded to that saying, I'm not sure that we can be any help in yeah. figuring out extra. Yeah, I think that um, I think that I, in particular, would be um, especially useless yeah. uh, offering any kind of uh, constructive dissection of that one. I think there's only one man qualified to dig into extra. Absolutely, I completely agree. <laughs> yeah, and I think we all know who that is. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Okay, so I've got one here on Instagram in regards to the episode that we put out with me, you, and Preston DeFrancis. Oh, aye. Bonus Ode uh, 5. Bonus Ode 5. Digging into Halloween 2018. Okay. Literally digging at it. Yeah, uh, I suppose so. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've got Wicked Sister 69 got in touch saying, I feel really similar about this. It was too violent for me. It didn't feel right, but I did like it. There was scary bits. H2O forever for me, though. 
Um, I think you're uh, coming down on the same side as Preston there. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I wish they had a more solid ending as well. What the fuck are they going to do with a sequel? Just let Laurie live life. <laughs> <laughs> Leave her alone. I had a couple of ones uh, for Halloween 2018, that episode. So we had uh, Dan Gaskell getting in touch on Twitter saying that uh, the episode makes a ton of good points about the new movie. Thank you. If it was a standalone slasher, I'd have been more positive about it, but there's no getting away from the legacy of the franchise. It's enjoyable, and there are some great moments, but these make its issues all the more glaring, which I... That pretty much surmises my yeah, opinion Yeah, I would agree well. with that. I yeah. think that's spot yeah, on. Wholeheartedly agreed. And Chris Ellis at Oboy1982 got in touch as well, saying, I um, really enjoyed the bonus episode. I definitely come down on the it was all right side of the opinion. Preston was great, although I could happily listen to him discuss the pros and cons of the phone book. <laughs> He is great. <laughs> he, he, is, really he, is, is great. he is an intensely listenable man. Yeah. Uh, but everything else that I have is about Jason X. Uh, everything else I have is about Jason X. Yeah. And there's quite a bit. Yeah, um, a decent amount. And I'll kick it off. Yeah, by all means. Cool. Uh, Stevie, at Film Fan Stevie, got in touch saying, uh, please put a warning at the start each week. I'm laughing like a loon at Cousin Soho. I'm sure people are giving me strange looks. And then he's followed it up with a gif. Uh, we've got some Futurama robots clamping away there. Uh, just playing uh, pretty heavily and into the fact that we dug quite deep into your love of my predilection for mechanisms yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that Stevie um, and crucially thanks to Boz from Little Pod of Horrors for coming on and talking Jason X with us it was a lot of fun yes it was indeed and uh Slightly less thanks for coining the term mechanical Mitch porn, which people seem to have responded to. Yeah, I saw that. Um, Dennis Extrawather in The Man Himself got in touch at Den's Beans on Twitter. Um, he said, looking forward to this one. I always like this film a lot. I still have all the original VHS, but also the very rare Friday's Curse VHS collection from holy, the spin-off series. Yeah, holy shit. Dennis uh, posted a photo to some of his collection again, just tantalizing me and making me want to go and have a snoop around Dennis's collection because there's some amazing stuff in there. Yeah, some incredible VHS stuff in there. Yeah, and those um those Friday the Thirteenth Legacy tapes are pretty rare. Yeah, yeah, mm, some guy. Yep. Um, over on Facebook now we've got the Carpenter rants with an opinion alert. Okay. Um, uh, opinion alert. That Jason X is better than Jason Takes Manhattan. Disagree. Okay. I disagree. Right. <laughs> and that's all you've got to say about yep. that. Yeah, I don't want to get too deep into that, but uh, I think that's wrong. Uh, fair play um, <laughs> Sandy Godfrey got in touch at Sandy75Mars on Twitter just saying oh I'm unashamedly a fan of Jason X unguilty pleasure great start to Friday strong violent PC I very much um, support the notion of unguilty pleasures like whatever the fuck you want to like yeah watch whatever the fuck you like and don't let anybody take it away from you absolutely back on Instagram Raiders of the Podcast got in touch to say love it the cryogenic head smash alone makes it worthwhile People do love a cryogenic head smash. Like I said, still one of my top 10 kills in the whole franchise. So, I've got some stuff left, but it's all kind of uh, feeding into a lab safety theme. Oh, right, okay. Uh, well, I think I know where you're going with that. So let's go and take a, a look at Dr. Lauren McIntyre. Mm -hmm. newly, got... newly appointed medical consultant. <laughs> yes, yes, I um, Who got in touch uh, off the back of last week's minisode, just saying, cheers for the shout out. Of course you can pester me. Although I'm much better at death-related stuff than medical things. Also, big thumbs up for Jason X. Hashtag more nanobots. Excellent. Good stuff. And yeah, off the back of that, Lauren did get back in touch. She's at Nodding Goth on Twitter. And uh, she said, I can't help but think that none of the events in Jason X would have occurred if someone had done a thorough risk assessment. Hashtag <laughs> basic lab safety. Um, which I agree with. Yeah, sure. And, uh, Darren Gaskell replied saying, complete and total disregard for the equipment available to them. An accident waiting to... Oh, it did. 
And uh, and then Lauren replied saying, "We almost never leave our bath of liquid nitrogen with the lid off." <laughs> almost never. Almost never. Yeah. Um, all so, it takes is one time, and you get your head dunked in it. Exactly. Like, it's that easy. It's a- <laughs> Yeah, and that concludes my lot for feedback. You got anything else? I've got a couple left. Okay. Yep. We've got Jennifer Cooper at Molly Soros on Twitter getting in touch saying, absolutely hilarious discussion on Jason X. Well worth a listen. Um, oh, cheers. And uh, we've got Dave Cooper at Deluxe underscore man getting in touch to say, Jason X, I love this film. I understand the hate, but it's campy B-movie heaven. Even the design of Metal slash Uber Jason was cool, even if it's plasticky. Best appreciated with beer and pizza, much like Freddy versus Jason. Fair enough. I would agree with that. I mean, it's not a terrible film. Okay. No, it's not a terrible film. You're right. Um, it's No, it's, it's not a terrible film. It is fun, but I think that I would agree. I think it's best enjoyed with a couple of pals and a couple of beers. Nowadays, I think there's some stuff that has aged particularly well. Yeah, I would agree with that, but I think that none of that has got to do with the cryogenic head smashes or anything else. No, it feels it's very much a product of its time. Aye, I would say that that is, that is probably fair. Yeah. yeah. So thanks to everybody for getting in touch once again, which means... <laughs> you know what it means. Mm-hmm. It is once again Mitch's pitches. Yeah, and I can do that again. You can, yeah, you're back to full strength. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. That might come back to bite me in the ass. You're back to practically full strength. Yep. I want to touch on something quickly um, before we start, um, before we get into this week's Mitch's pitches. Oh, please tell me it's your parents. Uh, yes, the, Bane, <laughs> the Banes are back. Yes! This is this has been, um, it's been a week for uh, Bane family contributions. Good lord. So, um... I think you should bring your sister into it as well. <laughs> oh yeah, just definitely. Get, just get the whole, like, the whole lot involved. Yeah, give Joanna a shout, get her, get her involved. <laughs> I think she'd be pretty good at it, actually. I th- although I don't want to come fourth out of four in the family. <laughs> Feel the worst at, the, at your own game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't want the game to be named after me and me to be the one that's fucking shit at it. So I am going to explain quickly what Mitch's pitches is for the benefit of um, anyone who's listening for the first time and also just because this is going to call for bringing up a couple of the old images yep. and if you are listening for the first time welcome <laughs> yeah, you're probably wondering why you're here yeah. um, uh, and do stick around but basically yes Mitch's pitches is a feature on the show that is designed to exploit my ignorance for your entertainment mm-hmm. Andy every week on the minisode sends a picture to my phone of a poster from a horror film from years gone by He's photoshopped out the title, the taglines, any identifying text. All that's there is the main image. I have to describe it to the best of my ability and also give it a plot synopsis and a title. Yeah, and, that's uh, correct. The image is also shared on social media, so you can uh, take a look at it yourself. To that end, yeah, <laughs> uh, you might want to, if you if you have the facility, you may want to nip onto Instagram right now. Or Twitter. Or Twitter, yeah. Strong Language Violent Scenes or at Strong Violent PC. And uh, take a look at a couple of these, uh, the Mitch's Pictures images from weeks gone by. First up, Graveyard Shift. Yes. Uh, which obviously uh, has someone in a state of some distress. Yep, and I think you posited the title Attack of the River Rats. Attack of the River Rats is what I settled for in that one, yeah. So, <laughs> Sheila Bain first. Yeah. Uh, um, has somewhat tremendously suggested Sporty Spice in Shut Up Your Mouth. Right, okay. Which I think is pretty good because uh, she does look quite a bit like Mel C. Okay, I'm going to have to revisit that and take yeah. a look at that to, to <laughs> confirm that. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's the first one there. Also, uh, my dad got I think you would want to shut your mouth, given that it's filling up with what appears to be sewer water yeah, and I, potentially rats. Yeah, I think it's good advice. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Mick Bain got in touch and suggested aquatic vermin rampage. <laughs> Absolutely sold. Which I think is pretty strong. And uh, he also offered um, a suggestion for Death Spa. Oh, right. 
Amazonian pyromaniac killers. Again, better than the title of the actual film. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think also that um, I think that he's hitting his stride in terms of horror titles of a certain era. Oh, very much so. I think yeah, that we're, yeah, yeah, we've, yeah. We've, pulled, we've pulled away from Floodlights Over Salem into yeah, considerably more convincing territory. It's kind of falling down into kind of alongside things like Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. <laughs> things like that. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're hitting on a theme. Uh, however... It's very much a say-what-you-see kind of guy. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, however, it's time again. It's time again, right? Are you ready? I am ready. I am sending you an image now. Something a little simpler, perhaps, this time. It would need to be, after last week. After last week. Sun, sea, sand, and Satan, last yep. week. <laughs> okay. Got you're it. right, you're right. This is um, this, this is uh, considerably simpler. Right, let's see what we got. Okay, so. We have um, the main thrust of the picture is uh-huh. a window. An open window. Yes. It seems to be floating in midair. It's not attached to a house, as far as I can tell. Right. Or any other dwelling. The curtains are kind of blowing outwards right um so the window's open a woman is standing at the window it looks like she's wearing like some kind of like night dress or pajamas or something okay and yeah there's a bright light behind her and the curtains are kind of blowing outwards towards to- the viewer towards the viewer yeah towards the camera if you yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. um like i say that's that's floating in midair the woman looks to be caucasian <laughs> right, possibly okay. fair hair Right, yep, yep. Although, weirdly, it looks like her hair is blowing in a different direction to the curtains, but uh, I'm not going to get too hung up on that. Right. And that is floating <laughs> in midair against um, a kind of backdrop of clouds. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, actually, clouds that are maybe in the light casting over maybe some kind of ocean. There is a limbo-esque quality to it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I'd say you've pretty much covered everything there. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. So, once again, to recap... It is woman by open window, uh-huh. curtains blowing out the window, bright light from behind her. That window is suspended in midair over a body of water. Okay? Right. So, my logline <laughs> for this... I got Let me get ready. Okay. My logline for this is, after becoming the first woman to sail solo around the world... <laughs> sorry, I'm talking. Okay, sorry. After becoming the first woman to sail solo around the world, mild-mannered yachtswoman Jasmine returns home with the intent... <laughs> oh, God, get away! Get away! <laughs> okay. After becoming the first woman to sail solo around the world, mild-mannered yachtswoman Jasmine returns home with the intention of living a life of quiet seclusion. However, a series of increasingly harrowing night terrors drive her from her isolation. Who or what is behind them, and what do they want? <laughs> And the title is The Night Cthulhu Sailed Home. <laughs> what the fuck? You've lost your mind. You're out of control. I've been talking to my dad too much, haven't I? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Floodlights over sail. <laughs> the Night Cthulhu Sailed Home. The Night, the, the, the night Cthulhu Sailed Home, correct, yes. Uh, you say correct, but you're actually quite wrong. <laughs> I uh, had a feeling. <laughs> Can't you put, did you put a year on it, sorry? Uh, let's go 78. Oh, right, okay. Uh, no, you're a fair bit off. Um, would you like to know what it is? Absolutely, of course. Okay, so we're going back to 1986. Okay. The director is Wes Craven. Oh, right, okay. 
And the film is Deadly Friend. Starring, Deadly Friend. Yeah, starring Christy Swanson in her film debut. Okay, tell yeah. me more. Uh, the synopsis for Deadly Friend is as follows. After his friend is killed by her abusive father, the new kid in town attempts to save her by implanting robotic microchips into her brain. Excellent! <laughs> so yeah, Christy Swanson kind of plays a teenager reanimated as a zombie with a robot brain. Fantastic, sounds great. <laughs> it's alright, actually. I think that she would have been perfect as Jasmine the Yachtswoman, personally. <laughs> so that concludes Mitch's Bitches for another week. Fuck's sake, man. Yeah, I know, I know. That was That's riotous. It's pretty out there. Yeah. Even by our usual standards, I think. Moving swiftly on, it is time for a podcast recommendation, I believe. And after me raving about the Halloween episode of the No Sleep Podcast last week, it's your turn. Okay, so uh, I think I'm uh, going to go this week with Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. Okay. Uh, it's really good. So it's uh, Dr. Sydney McElroy um, and her husband, Justin, who's a comedian. They okay. have this podcast where they, they have like a, a medical thing every week. Like one week it might be about malaria or, or it might be like Ebola or it might be like STDs. And she basically talks about the history and the treatment and stuff like that. And he just kind of talks shit over the top of it. Right, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's really good, really funny, really informative. Sounds uh, good, sounds good. Sawbones. Excellent. Okay. Absolutely. Check it out. Sawbones. Okay, I'm going to need to get thinking about what I want to recommend next week. Yeah, you're going to have to broaden your horizons yeah, a little I mean, bit and start listening to something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just need to stop listening to horror fiction for a little while or at least scale it back. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhat. Uh, try to make room for some other stuff. No, I do have some things. Well, there's um, a new No Sleep release today. Yeah. I was listening to it on the way here. <laughs> oh, of course you were. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. Of course you were. Um, so I guess that's just about it, apart from why we're all here. What have we got this week, then? Well, it's one that we've been kind of trying to make happen for a little while. Yeah. So, really looking forward to it. Yeah, schedules on this one were insane. And the reasons for that will become apparent, because we are joined this week by the director of Anna and the Apocalypse, Mr. John McPhail. And obviously, um, pretty difficult man to tie down at the moment because obviously the theatrical release of that film is fast approaching. And he's at a festival somewhere in the world like every single week. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That film's festival lifespan is uh, insane. Yeah. So, um, but no, John's joining us this week. And what are we talking about? Well, uh, bringing your kind of Halloween miniseries to an end, I suppose, that started with Halloween 6 when we had Matt Mercer on. Going through the episode where we brought Preston back to talk Halloween 2018. Mm -hmm. We are tying it up with the black sheep of the franchise, Tommy Lee Wallace's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I'm really looking forward to this chat. I think it's going to be great. I think there's so much to talk about in that film. I love the film. I think that this is going to be a really good one. Yeah, I'm a card-carrying Season of the Witch fan. Yep. Yep, and if anyone's listening, it's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yeah. Not when... George Romero's Season of the Witch or the mad one with Nicolas Cage and Ron Perlman. Yeah, I did have to. I did have to clarify that right before we watched it. <laughs> in fact, I was I was an hour into season of the witch, and I was like, "Shit, I hope this is the season of the witch that he meant." Because <laughs> I scrolled back through the conversation, and I was like, "None of us have actually expressly said Halloween three. We've all just said season of the witch." And I was like, "If this is the Nicolas Cage one, I'm gonna be furious." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that I mean that's there's plenty to talk about in the Nicolas Cage one. Oh would yeah, at all surprise me if somebody picked it. Yeah, and it would fit the profile for sure. Well, um, I don't know if anyone would like it enough to bring it. Yeah, that would be yeah, that's true. Yeah. However, it is Halloween three that we're yeah. talking about this week, season of the witch, and we are joined to in do that. In person. In person, yes. Uh Mr. John McPhail, director of Anna and the Apocalypse, joins us for that one. So that'll be Friday, of course. Eight AM BSD. Join us for that if you can. Get in touch in the meantime if you'd like. 
Facebook and Instagram, we're Strong Language and Violent Scenes. You can tweet us as well at StrongViolentPC and email StrongLanguageViolentScenes at gmail.com. Yep, and if you want to listen to us, you can listen to us in heaps of places, including Spotify, iTunes, and our pals at Podbean. Can indeed. Join us Friday if you're around. In the meantime, don't forget, it is better to die a hero than live as food in a world of chuds. Good night. Good night. You've been listening to Strong Language and Violent Scenes with Andy Stewart and Mitch Bain. Strong Language and Violent Scenes theme by Mitch Bain. Production and artwork by Andy Stewart. Find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Podbean. 